Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, The Saturday Manager, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to this week's episode of The Saturday Manager. I'm your host Mick Pusick and manager of Bride and Ropes Reserves who play Kent County Division 1 West. So let's have a quick recap over last week. Um, we, were, we needed to prepare for a game against uh, Crayford Arrows who we played Saturday the 18th of March. Um, leading up to that on Wednesday prior we didn't have a, an actual training session um, as you might, some of you may have heard when we were talking in last week's episode with our guest uh, Uche, who's the first team manager at Bryden, uh, we had a friendly game arranged. Mainly the, the first team hadn't played and they tried to get some friendlies in um, with no avail and they hadn't played a competitive match in over a month. So it was mainly to give them a bit of a sharpener, but also for our lads to give them a bit of exposure let the first team management have a look at them in a game, you know, in a competitive, you know, semi-competitive um, environment. A chance for them to play on the big pitch, you know, the staging pitch under the lights, which is always good. And um, it was a really good experience. Um, we arrived as normal. We tried to do it as close to a real match day um, conditions as possible to make it as competitive as we could for the first team. So. Uh, we arrived as early as we could. I think the team, we arrived about 6.45, went through everything as normal, team selection, changing, warm-up, um, tactical, how we wanted to set up. We knew because we were playing the first team and obviously there are several divisions above us that we'd have to you know, be happy not to have so much of the ball, be compact and you know, really just try and keep it as tight as we could but when we had the ball, be brave and have a go. Um, we set up, we, we recorded the match, so we got some good footage and analytics from it. Um, we set up with a, in our normal formation. We had a really strong team turn up and uh, put on a, a really good performance. I think first half, um, they had a lot of the ball, they, they come at us, but we had the first big chance. Um, we, we, we managed to break through and get a shot away in the box, caught the inside of the post and came out. And then uh, our winger, um, Raf on the left, had a couple of good chances and put them over. So, it was, it, you know, it, we, we did create chances, even though, with, with all due respect, we didn't have as much of the ball as we would usually have. Um, going through the half, they had a few attacks, but um, actually we'd settled pretty well. And it wasn't until the, the last minute of, of the half where we gave a free kick away on the edge of the box. And sure enough, it, this that's the difference when you're playing against, you know, teams at this level. You give one opportunity away and the uh, finish was very good. You know, it was a good shot from kind of the edge of the box to the left, shot to the bottom right corner, curled it round the wall and, and beat the keeper. So as soon as that's gone in, the whistle's blown and it's half time. So... From what was a really positive half, you know, coming in at nil-nil 
all bar that last moment, which um, meant we come in one nil down, um, a little bit deflated because we felt that even though we hadn't had a lot of the ball, we, we did enough to kind of come away with with it being level at the least at that point, particularly with the chances we'd created early on. Uh, second half, it was much the same. Um, the first team obviously dominating the ball and moving it around, and you know you can see, see you can see that there's a, a definite level difference. But our lads, you know, were very competitive. We um, we, we we stuck to our task and our shape. We were compact. We made the runs back to get into uh, to get challenges in where we needed to. Everyone supported each other, and that was really good to see. The effort that they put in was really good and. Um, the second half, it, it followed a similar route. I think the another set piece, a corner, is well taken. Um, short ball, played to the edge of the box. One of their um, midfielders or, or, or winger, Brad, um, picked it up on the left-hand side, kind of drifted in a couple of yards and just curled it into the far post again. So um, a similar finish, really, to the first goal and again from a set piece. And after that, um, honours, you know, it finished uh, 2-0 at full time. And I would, you know, say from our point of view, it was a respectable score. So we were happy. The positives were that the first team got a run out because no doubt, you know, they, they, there would have been some rust there after not playing um, a match for, for for like four weeks, nearly five weeks. And, and, and the, the other positive, obviously, is that the first team management got to see a few of our lads, and I know some of the defenders in particular caught the eye, and um, that will do the players no harm at all, and you know that will create more opportunities for them in the future. You know as they're looking to progress, um, so I think that was some positives. So for us, it was a really good way to um, prepare for Crayford Arrows. You know, having a game and playing a really tough game for us, kind of sometimes it's good to mix up from the training, and I think the lads really did enjoy it. So moving ahead to the Saturday, uh, we had a home fixture against Crayford Arrows. It was a 2.45 kickoff. Um, quite a lot of rain in the morning and, and early afternoon. I noted that quite a few games were cancelled. So it's games like that where you, you are pleased that you've got the uh, 3G surface to play on. You know you're going to get wet, but at least you know your, your match is going to go ahead and, and be played. Uh, we had a 1.30 meet. Everybody was there on time. We were really up for it. We've had quite a good run recently and we were keen to um, keep that going. So I think that kind of helped with the motivation and on the back of a good um, performance in, in the midweek, as I said, against the first team, um, spirits were quite high. Um, we had a full squad of 16, which was important because um, we played Crayford earlier in the season, one of our uh, first games really, second or third game into the season. And it was early into our kind of um, into our reign with the team, so we didn't really. We were still finding our feet, and um, they did take advantage of that fact and played a very good game. And I think they 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 came away four nil on the day at their ground. And again, it was one of those opportunities for us to benchmark, you know, how far we've come, and with the recent performances, if we could kind of keep at that level. Um, we knew that we would be able to um, give them a, a competitive game at least and hopefully, you know, get something out of it. So uh, we, we warmed up well. Um, the lads were really, really there and, you know, it was a good warm-up, a bit damp, but we got through it all. We had the team talk before the game. Um, we kind of wanted to focus on what we did 
without the ball because they were very good. They're very good on the ball. They keep the ball well. And we needed to make sure that we were sharp and tight. So we, we had a chat on that and how we'd set up um, without the ball and, and how we how we would defend the goal. We also wanted to focus on um, the first 10 to 15 minutes of the game because earlier in the season that had been a, an issue for us. Um, conceding early goals and kind of making a rod for own backs, making games harder um, than they ought to have been in, in some occasions. So, you know, the intensity had to be good off the start. We wanted to have a fast start and really put them on the back foot. So we get to kick off. The game starts on time. Um, to be fair, Crayford, they were very strong. Um, they kept the ball really well um, for the first five, ten minutes. Um, we probably sat a bit deeper than I wanted us to. We we kind of were almost playing a low block at times with um, just happy to keep that compact. It's not a bad thing, but equally, I think we may have just invited a, invited them on a little bit too much in that in that opening um, 10, 15 minute segment. Having said that, you know, we got through that section of the game and it was nil-nil and we had something to build on then and, and grow into. Um, probably about 15 minutes in, um, we, we, we had one of our centre-backs put under a bit of pressure. He's, he's made a tackle from behind and caught the player out. And it was one of those ones when we were looking at it where you're never quite sure what way the referee's um, going to go with it. Fortunately for us, um, it was only a yellow and um, we were able to play on with, with the full complement. No doubt it was a big, um, a big decision to be made. Um, the Crayford um, side certainly um, you know, made a lot of challenges on the ref for it to be a red. You know, there was a lot of calls for a red card um, from the sides and from the players on the pitch, which you never really like to hear. Um, it's just my own view is, you know, let the ref play the game and, you know, calling for players to be sent off or, or be booked isn't, doesn't really sit well with me. I think the referees well capable of looking at it and, and making their own judgment. But, you know, that's that's the way it was on, on that on that occasion. Um, we carried on with the game. Um, we created some really good chances. I mean, without having as much of the ball as we had in recent games, we were kind of um, counter-attacking probably quite well. And in that sense, you know, the best of the chances really did fall our way. Um, we Nate, Nate Simpson had um, a couple of really good sighters at goal where he got in and um, put power on it from out from the edge of the box and won in the box and just quite wasn't quite able to get his um, sighters on on the, on those early ones. And then uh, Toby, um, one of our uh, wingers, was, well, was playing Cam that day. He broke through a couple of times, and again, um, accuracy wasn't quite there, but. The, the efforts were there. We were, we were getting joy in opening them up and um, getting into good shooting positions, but just didn't quite have the accuracy in, in the first half. Um, so it came, uh, we came in at half-time at 0-0. Um, the team talk really was quite easy at half-time. It was just to say to the guys, look, you know, be a bit more positive now. We're, we're in the game. We're creating opportunities. I wasn't quite happy how deep we were sitting off of them from their goal kicks. We were kind of letting them play it out a bit too easily, not enough pressure on that, letting them get two, three passes in and then they've got their heads up and they're, and they're looking behind you. So one of the things we wanted to do was kind of um, set up a bit differently second half just to press those balls a bit easier, explain how we wanted it to be done and, and, and the lads took that on board. 
Um, the other thing that we looked at was we were playing the wingers on, on, on their natural foot, so right foot on the right wing, left foot on the left wing, um, trying to get some um, you know service into the forwards, but the service wasn't really there. Um, so the decision for us was, well, if we're not really going to get the service in, let's you know switch to the wingers and go inverted so that way at least if they're cutting into the box then they're going to be you know on their stronger foot and, and maybe we could get some opportunities some 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 efforts on goal that way so that was a slight tactical switch we kept the formation the same just went a bit inverted and with the wingers and we wanted the the forward press to be a bit more um, organized on their goal kicks and and take it from there so it, it, the kickoff went. We we started off the game very quickly. Um, we had a, had had a bit more of the ball in the first ten minutes than we had done um, earlier in the first half. So that was that was quite good to see. Um, we always want them to start in, it, intensely. The first ten minutes, I think, of a of a re kickoff second half, it's it's one of those ones where if you do start brightly and quickly, sometimes you can catch your opponents napping a bit or not quite, you know, warmed into the into the game again. Uh, and sure enough, it was um, a manager's dream, you know, make make a tactical change and and it and it paid off. We we ten minutes into the half, um the uh winger on the our left winger, um he's Cameron, he he's pressed their their fullback who's kind of tried to make a clearance but only um, managed to block it into the into Cameron's shin, gone behind him, and Cameron's nipped in very quickly and kind of cut into the box. As the keeper's coming out, heads up, and he's just slotted the ball in. Really good finish. And, um, you know, one of those things where it's nice when you make the change and it works because the wingers, where he's coming in the second half on the opposite wing, he's actually, as he's come in to take the ball past the keeper, he's, he's, he's on his strong foot and he can get that finish. So um, that worked really well. Uh, we were one nil up and, and we were, you know, we were really happy with the start to the half, obviously. Um, after that, um, I think there was another uh, big foul, um, one their lads, Intention or not, he's, he's caught um, Cameron on the shin. Um, it was quite a big, um, a big clatter. You can, you know, one of those ones where you can hear the the shin pad echo from like fifty yards away. Um, but he managed to shake that off and get up and and, and carry on um, without too much fuss. So that was good to see. Um, they did Crayford did come into the game quite a bit after that. They were really um, keeping the ball making lots of possession, passing the ball um, across the back very patiently, waiting for their opportunities. And, um, but without really, without really hurting us, I think there was, it was pretty quiet until maybe about an hour in, and, and maybe 65th minute, where our, um, one of our full-backs has switched off slightly and got caught, caught napping on the ball. He's, he's come across to clear it, but where he's done that, um, he, he's not really got hold of it well and it's caught, sort of fall, fallen to their player who's ran through and it, it, one of those transitions where once you're running through there's no real cover there so the opposite fullbacks try to cut across to get there um, the, he's managed to get into the get close to him but not close enough their forwards run into the box and uh, struck a really good strike you know it was, it was powerfully hit and it wasn't very close to the keeper and you're kind of holding your breath for a moment, but 
to be fair, Reese um, pulled out an absolute, you know, worldie of a save, full stretch, and kind of pushes it around the post. Um, so we got a big let off there, and uh, kept it kept it nice at one nil. Um, coming up to the seventieth minute, um, they we did kind of sit off a little bit, and I think that can happen when you get a goal. One, the opponents try and you know they they've got to get got they've got to work harder, they've got to create something now, and they know that you know the the clock's ticking. And from your point of view, you can kind of become a little bit more um, conservative and kind of, you know, hold back a little bit, try and sit in and, and, and not let them get, get, get anything uh, too easy at you. So as the half went on, they, I think they had a bit more of the possession and then they kind of created um, a few opportunities, but nothing big, nothing really, you know, that, that made us too worried. Um, we got up to about the 85th minute. And we could see there was a few tired legs out. We we freshened it up with a couple of subs. And at that point, we kind of stuck an extra defender on them. And we went with a more solid back back five just to see the last sort of 10 minutes of the game out. Um, things went well. There was no real big opportunities there. Uh, we get to the 90th minute and you kind of, how long ref? And, you know, you're hoping he's going to say one minute or two minutes. But he says six minutes. So all of a sudden you, you, you kind of think, oh, here we go. Um, we'd had an earlier experience against um, Club Langley where we were one all away. And, um, you know, we got not eight minutes of injury time and they got a penalty in the 97th minute, which took the game away from us and, and gives us a 2-1. So when you're 1-0 and you kind of hear six minutes, you kind of think, right, it's a good opportunity for the lads to have learned from that and kind of manage the game better and, and, and see it out. And that was the hope. And to be fair, the, they did that. They did just that. There was no no big risks. You know, where we could, we played it in the channels and tried to kind of, you know, slow the game down a bit. Um, and we managed to get over the line to full time. And um, it was a great result. You know, 1-0, it's a clean sheet, which is brilliant. Um, we could have scored a couple more, in my opinion, with the chances we created. But, you know... Um, if you can't get many goals, keeping a clean sheet always gives you, you know, it gives you that chance then. Um, so that was good. Um, that's now five games undefeated, um, which is a really good run for us from where we started. Um, we've got just two games left now, both of them at home, but both against um, title um, contenders. So it'll be a really interesting finish, you know, the the. The games are great. They're good ones. They're the ones that get you excited and that you want to be there. And, you know, you you can then test yourself against the best. Both teams beat us um, away earlier in the season. So it's a real opportunity now to, um, you know, see how how far we have come against the very top in the league. And um, we look forward to that. So now let's have a look over the classified results for Kent County Division 1 West on Saturday the 18th of March. Bexley nil, Metrogas nil, Bryden Ropes Reserves 1, Crayford Arrows nil, Club Langley v Crocken Hill, match postponed, South East Athletic 4, Dance and Sports 2, Welling Park 4, Equinocchial 2. So let's have a quick look over those games again and how the predictions went last week when I was reviewing those games ahead. So Bexley nil, Metrogas nil. I actually favoured the home team there. I did think Bexley would get um, the three points on that one, but obviously Metrogas have um, 
they're a very fine side as well and you know they're they're well in the title mix up still so um they 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 got a good away point there i had that game as a 2-1 to bexley um Brighton Ropes reserves with Crayford Arrows uh, that finished 1-0 um, I had that as a home win in my head, but as I say, I don't like to predict scores for us. Um, you know, it, it's a bit difficult when it's your own side that you're speaking about. But I did feel with the performances that we'd had recently that if we were at our very top, um, we could get a win out of that game. And that's how it that's how it proved. But, you know, all credit to Crayford, really strong side. And it was a really tough game and it wasn't, you know... Um, we, we, we were made to work really hard for that. So um, made the three points even even more rewarding. Um, Club Langley v Crockenhill, uh, that was postponed. Um, there was a lot of rain Saturday, so I'm assuming that was down to a waterlogged pitch. South East Athletic for Dance and Sports 2. Uh, that's a terrific little win there for South East Athletic. I had that down as a one-all draw. Um, so a big bonus there and, and back-to-back wins for them. Um, I think that's pretty much seen their double their points tally or triple their points tally in the last two games for the season. So they're in a really good run just at the right time for them. And Welling Park for Equinocchial 2, I had that as a two-all draw. So um, not too good on the predictions um, from last week. Let's see if we can do any better next week. So let's have a quick look now at how those results affect the league standings. So Kent County Division 1 West as it stands after those results. First place, Bexley, 21 played, 48 points. Second place, Welling Park, uh, 21 played also and 43 points. Third, Metrogas, 19 played, 38 points. Then Equinocchial, Long Lane, Club Langley, Sporting Club Thamesmead Reserves, Bryden Ropes Reserves, Crayford Arrows, Dance and Sports, South East Athletic, Belvedere and Crocken Hill. So quite a bit of change actually. Um, at the top of the table, uh, Bexley kind of cementing their, their position at the top. Um, it's going to take some doing. Mathematically possible, I'm going to say, looking at it without adding it up in my head, for um, Long Lane. They've got four games in hand and they're sitting 12 points behind uh, in fifth place. So with those games to go, if they did win all, I think they're, they're capable then of, of catching um, and levelling with Bexley. But um, I would think everybody else now, even with games in hand, um, Bexley would have the points advantage on them. Um, well, in part, you know, um, a good point there in, in the first v second game and uh, keeps the distance the same, uh, five points behind. Um, Metrogas, um, 19 on 38. And Club Langley with their postponed game, still on 17 and 35 points. So still well in, I would say, everything from third to sixth place, really. Um, are still in with a chance of reaching the promotion spots. Um, so definitely all to play for still looking at the promotion race. Um, looking at the bottom of the table, there's a little change there. So um, South East Athletic on the back of their 5-0 win two weeks ago to Crockenhill, um, which put them nicely on six points. 
They've also beaten Danson this week, 4-2. So that season go to nine points, matching Belvedere. Um, South East Athletic have a game in hand on 20 to Belvedere's 21. And also, by the virtue of the size of those results, they've got a two-goal advantage, which is all important on the goal difference. So they've just out of the relegation zone on goal difference. But right at the right time of the season for them, you know, with uh, four games to go, um, being in the bottom two pretty much all season, um, they're timing their their form really well. Um, So it'll be really interesting to see how that now pans out between Belvedere and South East Athletic over the coming weeks. And just a little note for ourselves, really, our little run there, you know, five games undefeated. Um, Crayford were a position above us and Danson were two positions above us and on the back of those results we've managed to leapfrog both and get up to a um, respectable eighth place in the league now on 22 played and 25 points so you know it's a a nice end to the season for us and we really look forward to um, our games against Bexley and Metrogas in the, in the coming weeks. Um, we've got Metrogas coming up this Saturday, so that'll be a really good game for us and something that we can really uh, look forward to a real challenge on. So let's have a look forward now to the fixtures for Kent County Division 1 West for Saturday the 25th of March. Bryden Ropes Reserves v Metrogas. Club Langley v Crayford Arrows. Crocken Hill v Long Lane, Sporting Club Thamesmead Reserves v Belvedere. So, prediction wise, we've got some quite tight games there. Um, I'm going to say for our game, again, as I've said all the time, I'll sit on the fence, but with the form we've had and going back to our first game, which was quite a, quite a close game actually against Metrogas, so they beat us 3 1 in the away leg, but I think. Um, up until one or two injuries that we picked up during the game, um, we were well in it. And I think we were actually 1-0 up. Um, but they, they their class showed in the end. And we didn't quite have the squad depth then that we do now with players getting injured to to bring on kind of, you know, like-for-like replacements at the time for that game in particular, certainly. So I'm confident if we can sort of meet the levels that we've got that... That could be another game where there's something for us, but certainly not taking anything for granted. And no, it's going to be a really, uh, a really, really tough challenge, but one that we look forward to. Um, Club Langley v Crayford Arrows. Um, we've played both of these over the last two weeks. So Club Langley two weeks ago at home, we drew one all. And Crayford Arrows, uh, we beat one nil last Saturday. I would say that's going to be a playing both teams. I think that's going to be a, another competitive game. I can't really choose between the two. And I'm going to go for a two-all draw on that one. Um, Crocken Hill v Long Lane. Uh, Long Lane's form's been really excellent um, this year. And, you know, with their games and as I've said, they're, they're really up up in the, in the title mix still if they can keep that point-per-game average they've got going. So with um, that in mind, I'm going to go 3-0 away win for Long Lane on that one. Um, and then finally, Sporting Club Thamesmead Reserves v Belvedere. Um, another interesting one. Belvedere were quite, you know, they've picked up, I think, back-to-back draws, I want to say, in the league. They certainly drew with us, and I think they may have drawn with Danson away after that. Um, Sporting Club Thamesmead are a strong side. 
Um, I think it'll be a close game, but I'm going to back Sporting Club with home advantage and, and go with a 2-1 on that to Sporting Club Thamesmead. So that brings an end to this week's episode. Apologies, it is a shorter episode this week. Unfortunately, um, best laid plans, the uh, interview that I was hoping for wasn't able to um, come off this week, but we're certainly um, endeavouring to make sure we've got a, a good guest interview next week. And if you keep an eye out on our Twitter, we'll, we'll put some details on that once it's confirmed. Um, so all that's left for me to say is to have a great week in football. And I hope you can join us for our episode next week. All the best till then. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.